Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 438 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part 1 of the Zohar, page 240a in Aramaic and in English. I think I'm just going to jump right in today. I'm going to start about a sentence, or about a sentence into uh, page 240a. Um, in Aramaic, where it says, Davar Akhir. Uh, in the English, alternatively. Dabar Akher, Kibes Bayayin Levusho, Kigavna Deha Chama Achaze Chedva, Dehule Dina, Hachinami Malka Mashicha, Yecheze Chedula Yisrael, Vehule Dina, Lish Alamin. כתיב ורוח אלוהים מרחפת על פני המים דר רוחה דמלכה משיחה ומין יומה דאיתברי עלמה אסחי לבושי בחמה אילאה חמי מה כתיב Deoraita Mine Shate Ulevain Shnaim Mechalav Da Oraita Yain Mechalav Torasha Bichtav Torasha Belpe Ketiv Vayain Yisamach Levavenosh Amai Begin de Meatar de Hedva Kaate Umanhu Sofe Dikra Ochach dichtiv lehatz hil panim mishamen mishamen vadai matar de ikle shamen tachaze sheruta de chamra chedva ihu atar de hol chedu mine nafka vesofe dina maitama begin de sofa delay atar Knishu de Hola, Dinahu, Uve, Itdan Alma, Valda, Sheruta, Hedva, Vesofa Dina, Begin a Kach, Lehatzhil, Panim, Mishamen, Matar de Hol, Hedva, Mine Nafka, Velechem, Velechem, Levav Enosh, Yisad, Man Lechem, Ella Lechem, Alma Said. Ve'i tema devei talia se'idu de'alma bilchodoi lavhachi deha lelia bela yom la ishtakach vela bae la'afra shalon uman de'afrishlon it parash michaim vahainu dichtiv lama'an hodiacha ki lo al halechem levado yichye ha'adam begin de la bae it parash Ve'itema David hech ka'amar velechem levav enosh yisad ho'il vela talia be'milchodoi se'idu de'alma ela daika demila velechem de'itosaf vav k'mo vadonai ve'alda kola ishtakach k'chada tachaze man dimvarech al mezona la yivarech al petora rekania velibai nahama la ishtakha al petora vechasa de chama bimina 
Maitama begin le kashra smola mimina venahama de itbarach minahu ule it kashra behu ule mehave kola had kishua lavarhash ma kadisha kidakayaut deha lechem it kashar beyain veyain bimina uchedin birchan sharian bearma ufatora ishtlim kidakayaut. Alternatively, he has washed in wine his garment, just as wine manifests joy, yet is totally judgment. So too King Messiah will manifest joy to Israel and be total judgment toward other nations. It is written, the Spirit of God hovering over the waters, Genesis 1-2, Spirit of King Messiah. Ever since the day the world was created, he has been washing his garment in supernal wine. Gorgeous. So what is written next? Eyes darker than wine. Genesis 49.12 Saturating supernal wine from which Torah drinks. Teeth whiter than milk. Also Genesis 49.12 Torah. Wine and milk. Written Torah and oral Torah. It is written wine that gladdens the human heart. Psalms 104.15 Why? Because it derives from a place of joy. Who is that? The continuation of the verse establishes this, as is written, to make the face shine from oil. Also, Genesis 49.12. From oil precisely, from the place called oil. Come and see, the beginning of wine is joy, a place from which all joy issues, and its end is judgment. Why? Because its end is the gathering place of all, it is judgment by which the world is judged. So beginning is joy and end is judgment. Therefore, to make the face shine from oil, from the source of all joy, and bread that sustains the human heart. Who is bread? Bread sustaining the world. Now if you say that sustenance of the world depends upon it alone, not so. For night does not exist without day, and one must not separate them. Whoever separates them separates himself from life, corresponding to what is written in order to make you know that not on bread alone does the human live, Deuteronomy 8.3, for they should not be separated. Now you might ask, how could David say, and bread that sustains the human heart, since sustenance of the world does not depend solely upon it? However, precision of the word, ve lechem, and bread, for a vav has been added, as in vadonai, and yudhe vavhe, so all is present as one. Come and see, one who offers blessing over food should not bless over an empty table. There should be bread on the table and a cup of wine in the right hand. Why? In order to bind left with right, and for bread to be blessed by them, linked with them, for all to become a single cluster, to bless the holy name fittingly, for bread is joined with wine, and wine with the right. Then blessings abide in the world, and the table is fittingly complete. Footnote 754, wine manifests joy, yet is totally judgment. Wine brings delight, but its intoxicating power reflects its corresponding sphira, din. Footnote 755, the spirit of God, spirit of King Messiah. See the Midrash in the name of Shimon, son of Lakish, and Breshit Rabbah 2.4. Vayikur Rabbah 14.1. Footnote 756, eyes darker than wine. Wine symbolizes din, but also the flowing source of din, binah who nourishes Tiferet, symbolized by Torah. 
More specifically, Tiferet is written Torah and Shekhinah is oral Torah. The former is particularly influenced by chesed, milk, the latter by dean and wine. Footnote 757, wine that gladdens. The deep source of wine is chokhmah, symbolized by oil. Footnote 758, beginning of wine is joy. At first, wine brings delight, but eventually it intoxicates. These two properties reflect respectively its joyous origin in Chochmah and Binah, and its culmination in Shekhinah, gathering place of all, who derives from Din and is characterized by judgment. Footnote 759, and bread that sustains. Bread symbolizes Shekhinah, who nourishes the world, yet she herself, symbolized by the moon, needs the illumination of her partner, Tifelet, the sun. The union of the divine couple must be maintained by human virtue in order to ensure sustenance and life. Footnote 760, precision of the word ve lechem and bread. Bread refers to Shekhinah, and, and bread refers to Tiferet as well. Similarly, uh, Yudhevavhe refers to Tiferet, and Yudhevavhe refers to Shekhinah as well. Sibarishit Rabbah 51.2, Rabbi Elazar says, Whenever it is said, and Yudhevavhe, this implies he and his court. In Kabbalah, this court symbolizes Shekhinah, who derives from Din, judgment, and pronounces the divine decree. So the phrase, and Yudhevavhe, encompasses he, Tiferet, known as Yudhevavhe, and his court, Shekhinah. Footnote 761, should not bless over an empty table. When reciting the grace after meals, there should be some bread on the table. See Sanhedrin 92a, Rabbi Elazar said, whoever does not leave bread on his table will never see a sign of blessing. Here bread symbolizes Shekhinah, and wine symbolizes Din, judgment on the left. By holding the cup of wine in the right hand, symbolizing Chesed, one balances the power of Din. Then Shekhinah, bread, is embraced by both Chesed and Din, the divine right and left arms, and joined with Tifevet.
דכתיב צדיק אוכל לשובה נפשו, צדיק אוכל ודאי, ונטיל קולה עמי לשובה נפשו, למיהב סבא, להאהו דאיקלי נפשו, דאיקלי נפש דוד, יצא מאכל דאילמלא ההוא צדיק לא יפוק מזונה לעלמא ולא יכיל עלמא לקיימא מיה ומאז יצא מתוק דיצחק דבריך ליעקב בטל השמיים ומשמני הארץ תו אף על גב דכל אחד אילמלא תוקפא דדינא קשיא ולא נפקא דבש מן דבש דא תורה שבעל פה ומאז דא תורה שבכתב דכתיב אדוני עוז לעמו ייתן יצא מתוק דא תורה שבעל פה דכתיב ומתוקים מדבש ונופת צופים We happened upon this way just to hear these words. It is enough for us. Rabbi Yehuda said, It would have been better for this child not to know all this, and I fear that because of this he may not survive in the world. Rabbi Yitzchak asked, Why? Because he can gaze upon a place where it is forbidden to gaze, and I fear that before he reaches maturity he will look and gaze and be punished. That child heard and said, I never fear punishment. Because when my father departed from the world, he blessed me and prayed for me, and I know that father's merit will protect me. They asked him, Who is your father? He replied, Rabbi Yehuda, son of Rabbi Hamnuna Sava. They lifted him and carried him on their shoulders for three miles. They exclaimed for him, Out of the eater came something to eat, out of the strong came something sweet. Judges 14.14 That child said to them, A word has come into your hands. Interpret it. They replied, The Blessed Holy One has paved the way for us. You speak. He opened, saying, Out of the eater came something to eat. We have a support of this verse. Out of the eater, righteous one, as is written, A righteous one eats to satisfy his soul. Proverbs 13.25 A righteous one eats, surely observing all. Absorbing all. Why? To satisfy his soul, to give satisfaction to the one called his soul, soul of David. came something to eat, were it not for a righteous one, nourishment would not issue for the world, and the world could not endure. Out of the strong came something sweet, Isaac, who blessed Jacob with the dew of heaven and the fat of the earth, Genesis 27-28. Further, though all, this, though all is one, were it not for the power of strict judgment, honey would not flow. Who is honey? Oral Torah. Out of the strong, written Torah. As is written, Yudhe-Vavhe gives strength to his people. Psalms 29.11 Comes something sweet? Oral Torah, as is written, sweeter than honey and drippings of the comb. Psalms 19.11 Footnote 762 If we happen upon this way, on this type of expression, see above, note 614. Footnote 763 He can gaze upon a place, the child's ability to probe hidden, forbidden, realms and dangerous his own life. A rabbinic tradition in Babylonian Talmud Chagigah 13a relates that a certain child who expounded the secrets of Ezekiel's vision was consumed by fire, and according to the Talmud, his death was due to his young age. Footnote 764, Rav Yehuda, son of Rav Hamnuna Sava, the child apparently identifies himself as the grandson of the famous Rav Hamnuna Sava. 
Historically, Rav Hanun Nasava, the elder, was a mid-3rd century Babylonian teacher, but in the Zohar, he is, in he is a contemporary of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, who lived in the 2nd century. In the Talmud, Rav Hamnuna occasionally transmits teachings of Rabbi Shimon, and several prayers are attributed to him. In the Zohar, roles are reversed, and Rabbi Shimon cites Rav Hamnuna. Throughout the Zohar, Hamnuna is greatly revered, and several original ritual acts are attributed to him. In Zohar Part 1, 6a to 7a, a donkey driver who seems to be the son of Rav Hamnuna turns out to be Hamnuna himself reincarnated. A similar phenomenon is described in 3188a. Galante uh, construes this sentence differently. Rav Ham Yehuda replied, the son of Rav Hamnuna Sava. He interprets this to mean that Rav Yehuda is identifying the child's father as the son of Ham uh, as the son of Hamnuna. However, all of the manuscripts that I have consulted, along with um, two of manuscripts, including the Cremona edition, read here Rav Yehuda and not Rabbi or Ra. Ra R period, or Resh, I guess, would be Yehuda, which is how the Zohar consistently refers to the companion, Rabbi Yehuda. Mopsik understands the sentence to mean that Rabbi Yehuda is identifying the child as the son of Hamnuna. Sula, the Sulam deletes Rabbi Yehuda following the Mantua edition and understands the response as, I am the son of Rabbi Hamnuna Sava. Footnote 765, three miles, according to Rav Sheshet, one should escort his teacher a distance of a parasang. A distinguished teacher, however, is to be escorted for three parasangs. The Persian parasang equals about 3.5 miles. The verse exclaimed by the two rabbis is the riddle propounded by Samson to his wedding guests. Here it alludes to the child's descent from and resemblance to Rav Hamnunasava. The Blessed Holy One, footnote 766, the Blessed Holy One has paved the way. That is, until now, our journey has been blessed by God through an encounter with you. Please continue and expound the verse. Footnote 767, we have a support. The child quotes a verse demonstrating by verbal analogy that the eater alludes to Yisod, known as righteous one, who absorbs the nourishing flow from above and conveys it to Shekhinah, his soul. Shekhinah, known as Malchut, is linked with King David and called Soul of David. Footnote 769, further, though all is one, the child reveals another way in which sweetness emerges from strength, but he notes that the two interpretations are fully integrated. Written Torah, often symbolizing Tiferet, is a manifestation of divine power, Gevura, yet this potent revelation generated oral Torah, often symbolizing Shekhinah, which is sweet as honey. That's it for tonight's reading, today's reading. Uh, everyone, take care.